my shoes and out the door. Five, I'm alive, six, seven, eight, feeling great. Hello, BYWG Tribe. Here's a quick peek at our supplement, product, course, and book of the month for June 2020. At the end of the podcast, I will spend a few minutes going into further detail, so we encourage you to listen to the end. The supplement of the month for June is Turmeric Boost. This is our very own BCM95 highly absorbable form of turmeric. The 10% discount code in office or online is DFLAME10, case sensitive. Our book of the month is Sacred Cow, Why Well-Raised Meat is Good for You and Good for the Planet by Diana Rogers and Rob Wolf. The product, well, it's actually a course of the month, is Lifebook. Lifebook is a one-of-a-kind lifestyle design system that guides you towards your personal vision of success in a 12 dimensions of your life. All the links, discount codes, and special offers for the product, supplement, and book will be listed in the show notes on iTunes, posted on social media, in our weekly newsletter, and at our website at www.beyondyourwildestgenes.com at the Listen Now tab. Thanks for listening. Hey everybody, it's Dr. No and Dr. Mike, two-thirds of your BYWG team. This week, we are your podcast guests, as we do every single month, the first Monday of every month, where we take a highlighted look at one of our premium supplements, and this month for June 2020 is Turmeric Boost. Hey everybody, welcome back to the Beyond Your Wildest Genes podcast. I'm your co-host today, Dr. Mike Akinfora, and I am thrilled to have our very first guest on the Beyond Your Wildest Genes podcast, Amanda Campbell, back on the show. Five years ago, we introduced her, and it was played, it uh, it ran on um, October 11th, 2015. Amanda's been back on once before, but we're always thrilled to talk to her as she is down in Australia. And I want to read you her bio, and then we're going to get into it. So at the age of 24, Amanda was diagnosed with multiple sclerosis, a debilitating, incurable disease that renders its sufferers prone to paralysis, nerve damage, and in some cases, blindness. Amanda suffered a major MS attack in 2009 that left her paralyzed down the entire left side of her body. Unable to move, eat, walk, or control her own body, Amanda was given only a 50% chance of ever walking again. With no choice but to succeed, Amanda channeled her energy into a positive force. With a mountain of determination and the aid of Eastern and Western medicines, Amanda astounded everyone by not only walking unaided, but running again. In 2013, Amanda founded Bend Like Bamboo and now one of Australia's leading kinesiology practices, delivering programs designed to optimize health and resilience. Today, Amanda dedicates her time to helping others rebuild their lives after illness, trauma, and stress, specializing in autoimmune disorders, emotional links to disease, and physical stress. At her core, Amanda believes that renewal can be po uh, possible when the mind and body are given the right environment to repair. Amanda, welcome back to the show. It's a thrill. Oh, Michael, what a beautiful <laughs> introduction. It's such a pleasure to be back. Uh, amazing. Amazing. We are, um, we are on opposite sides of the world, and we get to talk like you're next door. <laughs> I know, I know the power of technology, and I always love chatting to you. Um, we have this is so aligned, and I love your work, and 
Um, and yeah, it's just um, we're all going through so much right now, aren't we? We we really are. It it, it it's a time. It's a time like no other for for basically anyone that's been alive um, in the world today. You know, the the yeah. folks that were alive during the 1918 pandemic, um, yeah. they, they were babies if they were like we, we have no context. We, we don't know. Like we're we're, no. we're in isolation We're we're doing all these things. So they're really it's a really unique time in the world. I agree, but what an amazing opportunity to reset and to uh, reflect and to transform and rewire anything that needs moving because we're usually too busy in our everyday lives to address those shadow aspects or even the positive things that we want to bring into our lives. It's always there's an excuse or we're too busy, there's not enough time. And the one thing I'm certainly grateful for for the past seven, eight weeks um, is that, you know, I have been um, gifted this time to do some self-inner work, which, you know, I'm always doing lots of inner work. I'm a kinesiologist. I'm a speaker. It's my passion. It's my thing. I do help other people with that every single day. Um, so I love doing the work, but there was more work to be done, as it turns out. A absolutely. It's and for somebody like myself as well, I'm so used to driving and going and um, mm. CEO of, of two businesses um, that it really gave me that opportunity to actually be still. Yes. And that that's never happened. I can't I don't ever. So it allows us, like yes. you said, to to reflect and it, there's a there's a certain part of it what where you feel like a phoenix like you recreate mm. yourself so it's really totally. interesting totally agree and as we were just chatting um before we started recording like as this time lucky i had a base a, a, some sort of a base to this because when i was paralyzed and i had to live in hospital, in re in the rehabilitation centre, eleven years ago now, um, I I had to live there for about two months. So it was very similar to what we're going through now in terms of a massive transformation, where I couldn't leave the 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 quarters because my body w didn't enable me to. Um, and then yeah, I had to shift a lot of stuff dark night of the soul and I had to become a whole new version of myself to create that inevitably luckily for me ended up leading to healing in my mind and body it's amazing because not only when you when you went through that and you popped out the other side it wasn't just the healing of yourself there, there were seeds during that time that you were planting to help others. Yes. And, yes. and I think that's a huge reset because you could have gone about your business and popped out the other side and and continued on your journey without even without even that aspect of it. But there was something in there within you. I think during that time that that was okay. I, I've got to do more. I've got to be more to more people, and yeah. you know, not 
my journey over this past um for us it's it's going on march to april april to may it's over it's over eight weeks um it was the same feeling of of rebirth having been in the hospital with with double pneumonia and and, uh covid19 i tested positive uh one of our we we believe one of our patients gave us but we, we had no idea um, but it really allowed for me for the first time in, in my life to actually sit down and, mm-hmm. and take a moment and reflect. Yep. And that's never happened before for me. It's always been just put your head down and, and drive drive the bus, keep going. So talk to me about what this looks like for you um, going forward. Yeah, oh gosh, that must have been such an experience, Michael. Like, I, I feel you. I really think that, um, I think that we're all going through stuff, and I think that we're all now coming out of, of this um, of period of isolation. And I tell you what, having gone through what I've gone through, and you might uh, feel the same after what you've just been through, which was massive, Michael. I um I think that initially there's that stage of fear and total survival mode that we go into because mm-hmm. yep. you know we're either in one or two pathways um you know predominantly um survival and stress or growth and repair so straight away we all went into back you know straight into survival of how am I going to survive this how am I going to get through this um I need to make sure I'm okay life or death thoughts all that kind of stuff sure and um and 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 so now once we work through that once we work through that and we go through all the motions um you know this is how i define resilience i define resilience as is in you know any setbacks that we have to go through or that that come comes into our lives which is totally out of our control um you know once we can find the flexibility to, to allow ourselves to go through that, the people that we become allows us um, to transform so much of our, of our lives and we can transform our thoughts, our mindset, um, we can um, bring in healing in the body um, and coming out of this, this time, um, out of survival, there is so because the power of polarity right so life's been pretty hard Mm -hmm. there's been some pretty tough things that we've all gone through um but the resilience that is building up within you um there are rewards so coming out of this time i'm really excited because i know what's coming i've I've kind of the joy the joy that we're all going to experience when you know now we're going to be grateful for the little things again because we've lost so much we've lost um the ability to simply hug each other and be close to each other we've lost enormous things like you know um our ability to provide for ourselves and to bring in you know finances and um you know all those important things as well um and i think that a lot of us will um be connecting deeper in our relationships depending on who we've isolated with um, or, or we might actually have decided upon reflection that we're not around the people that we want to be with. There's going to be so many breakups and so many babies. Apparently, that's the discussion yes. with um, the yes. isolation. But the, the key is we're, we're becoming a whole new version of ourselves. And I'm a huge believer um, that that is the journey of life. And, um, and 
the more that we can find flexibility in how we handle that, the less suffering we have to go through. Um, and that's really the concept um, of why I created Bend Like Bamboo. Bending Like Bamboo is the ability to bend in times of change. And, you know, there's change that occurs in every day of our lives. But then there's that those bigger times of change. There's, um, you know, period, like maybe every 10 years we will go through enormous transformation in our lives um, That that's usually bigger than the everyday change that we tend right. to experience. Um, and the more we can find that inner anchor within ourselves, think of an analogy of a tree where it is anchored and because of um, the anchor, um, the ability for the tree to be flexible and with bamboo, of course, the ability for bamboo to bend in direct proportion to the wind without snapping is because of the flexibility. And when we're more flexible and resilient, we can adapt in times of change. We can rise above our circumstances. We can see our, our, our situation with fresh eyes. We can feel differently about our situation as a result. And the, our thoughts and how we feel is a direct relationship to our biochemistry, whether we're promoting more stress and inflammation in our body, where we're more susceptible to colds and flus and diseases um, and more stress, of course, or whether we're building that resilience and anchor within ourselves, which I really believe I believe is a protects us. It, um, it boosts our immunity. We're mm-hmm. able to um, release more stress. Our body's not busy trying to deal with um, how frightened we are. Right. And so, rising above our circumstances and our fears, and transforming our fears into more wisdom, requires that anchor within ourselves, which has a lot to do with. You don't. You don't get to that until you go through the stuff. You Correct. have to go through the hard stuff to build the resilience. You can't teach it. You can't read a book and just learn it. You have to go through it. And we've all just done that. And that's why I'm really excited for everybody of what's coming out on the other end of that. Well, you know, there is no denying what we're going through right now. But we can't, we can't, we can only, oh, what am I looking for? Our, our action, our reaction to it is how are, how are we going to react to this? We're either going yep. to move through this um, or we're going to have or set ourselves up for, for massive problems going forward years down the road. And I'm not denying the fact that social isolation for human beings is not a healthy thing. And, and and we we all want to do yeah. do our part and and give our frontline workers the opportunity to get in front of this so they're not overwhelmed. But like you said, like we're human and mm-hmm. having a human experience where we're used to hugging people and touching people and shaking hands and you know kisses on cheeks and this is who yeah. we are. This is who we are and. We're, we're not, we're, this is because of this, because of living through this, it really hits home with, uh, I can remember coming home from the hospital. I was so grateful. I was so yeah. emotional just for the little things. And yeah. we lose them in the day to day. And yes. now we have that opportunity to reflect on these things. And and I think it essentially at the end of the day what it does is help build character 
Yes, and it helps you discover who you are, what you stand for and what's important. I totally relate to you, Michael. I will never forget the moment I came home after living in rehab for two months and even a couple of weeks we'll do that in hospital or even one week yep. where, you know, you're, you, you completely have to shut down but then you come back to your life and you just become so emotional, don't you? And it's such a gift because just the little things of just being able to sit at the table and be around your loved ones and just have a meal and have moments together means everything. But before the pandemic and before a lockdown, we didn't care about like we forgot that yes. that we didn't treasure those moments and and now the what I'm really excited about for everybody as we come out and we have these opportunities just to do these normal things but in our new normal it's not normal it's like a new thing it is going to bring in so much joy and when my so as we spoke about you spoke spoke about my bio and and yep. I was um it was predicted that I would never walk again when my toe moved for the first time before I started moving again and, 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 and the paralysis started to shift, it was after an experience of that. I was out to dinner um, in my wheelchair, of course, because um, my twin sister and my beautiful friends wheeled me across the road to the pub and we had dinner one night. Mm -hmm. And this was still when I wasn't, you know, I was still paralyzed on the left-hand side of my body completely. And just sitting at dinner and laughing and forgetting about the 24-7 hell that was my reality just for a few hours meant the world to me and I just experienced such joy and elation in my body. It was like I was experiencing joy for the first time and I absorbed it into all of my cells and there was a shift and a reconnect and a jolt in my head and I thought, oh, that's weird. Maybe I'm just feeling really happy. Mm -hmm. But I came back to my room and my toe moved for the first first time that night and it was in that moment I found hope and as a result I started to focus my energy differently and I began to focus on what I wanted instead of what I didn't want which is what we do when we're stressed we go into worst case scenarios and we mm. think of what we don't want and we go into that whole sabotage cycle protecting ourselves um, so I shifted my focus into what I did want and that later trans translated into not only my body moving again, but coming home, deciding that I would change my career from fashion into studying health, becoming a practitioner, you know, sharing my knowledge with others into a life that's what I, what I live now. And I think that when we all come out of this, really pay attention to those moments where you really absorb that joy again. Bottle it, capture it, make it last as long as you can because as you might remember, Michael, it, you adapt, don't you, and you think, and you get back to your normal and it's not as joyful. Those first few days are the best, aren't they? Oh, they, it was it was remarkable. And, you know, as, as somebody who has practiced as a chiropractor for 23 years, I am out of the house and, and don't return home most nights till 8 o'clock. I yeah. was overwhelmed. Um, by sitting down and having a mm. simple family dinner, I yeah. was overwhelmed with joy and gratitude. It was oh. it was like Christmas morning every every it. time we did it. And I love it. That has been one of the great joys of yeah. of this time. Is we've had. I'm not I'm not exaggerating the point where we've had mm. more family dinners in this eight weeks that I mm -hmm. had in 20 some odd years. That is so beautiful. I love that. And 
And that, that's a gift. It that is, is a gift. It is absolutely a gift. My uh, daughter is a, a junior, soon to be a senior in college, so uh, in high school, and she'll soon be going off to university. So th this time is, grown, yeah. is growing short. So having this moment, these, these times mm. with uh, her and my son and my wife, it, mm. it's just been a blessing. That connection and that love and that realization yes. of what we do have, what we already have, and get out of that striving mode of more, yes. more, more. Yes. And in contrast to that, for your listeners that um, have spent this period of isolation without their families, yes. and I, and that and that was me. So yes. I went through a separation, um, just um, you know maybe six months before we went into lockdown, and so I would never think that I would turn forty mm -hmm. and that I would spend this time with a roommate. Which ended up being the best thing in the world. It ended yep. up being, and for me, I had a different experience. What I had to do was I had to further find that deeper anchor within myself, other than the one I found 11 years ago when I walked again and all these amazing things happened. I was like, oh, there's more work now because I'm a twin and I'm very used to spending time. I'm an extrovert too, so connection and people, and um, and then going through that milestone of, oh my gosh, you know. I'm, you know, just been through a separation when I thought we, we were going to get married and, and it's all good. We're friends and we're good and we had to separate and that was life. But I had to find that deeper anchor and resilience within myself during this time, which has been scary, awful and the best gift ever at, at the same time. Absolutely. I am. I am married. I am married to an extrovert and um, it, it was <laughs> it was. I think an <laughs> eye opener for her because I'm very yeah. introverted outside of the office. But we yeah. have we have dubbed my wife Denise Queen of Corona because she has um, she's basically redone the whole house. She's painted <laughs> everything. Um, yeah. She you know she's got a following on Facebook of uh, folks that are like, what are you doing today? Show us. It makes us feel what FYI project are you doing? And it's been, um, where she has channeled that energy into, mm. into making her space the way she wants it to be. And, be, and, and just having projects, I was the same. Like I dove, I had to, cause I didn't have that connection and that Mm. And, and the, for all of us, regardless if you're an extrovert or an introvert, yeah. I think that getting used to going into lockdown, we had to continue projects because we're so used to be, being busy and being able to distract ourselves. So I definitely did that at the start. Um, but then now I've really made conscious effort to balance that with, okay, there's a whole bunch of books that I want to read and I'm just going to sit down for the next few hours with my dogs and just mm -hmm. actually stop. And that, that took a lot of conscious effort, which um, I'm now actually really enjoying. And now that we're coming out and I can, I know I can go back into my private practice only in a half, oh, 10 days' time. And I know that in June I can start going back there. I'm still going to capture and keep as, aspects of this new lifestyle yes. of spending more time with what, you know, my, um, friends and family and even my dogs at home just simply that just making sure that i'm not always so busy as i was before because i'm actually happier oh absolutely it's really interesting because my um when when we did um some values work um our accountability group uh two of which are my partners in beyond your wildest genes 
um, we did we did a bunch of work on values. My my top value um, is my health because it's even mm. it's even ahead of my family because without health I I, I can't have my family. There's, yeah. there's nothing there. So similar to yourself, you've gone through an even more um, more physically demanding issue where if you had it taken away from you and when you, you know, it's just, it, it sounds, it, it sounds, um, uh, what, what it, uh, corny. It's uh, I, I don't know what mm. it is, but when you pop out that other side, you're like, Oh my God, I'm, 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 I'm so thankful for the sun coming up. I'm thankful for being yeah. able to breathe. Like, and yeah. and that was number one. And I don't think I don't know if we if that had not been my top priority, mm. uh, my top value. I don't know if we'd be sitting here now. Like I don't know that for for certain. But before I was yeah. before I was sick, I was walking the dog. I was walking five to seven miles a day. I was exercising hard twice a week. Uh, I'm a conscious eater. And really, mm. really um focusing on what uh, the right foods i i take good supplements i i get adjusted by the other chiropractors i get acupuncture mm-hmm. i do all these things and if i mm-hmm. hadn't done all that mm-hmm. i don't know when i got sick if i didn't do those things we'd be talking yeah i agree with you i think that um how we take care of our health in prevention and just with normal um a baseline well-being and, and in the same way how I educate my clients with finding that anchor within themselves and we do the work, it's not just to get through like massive, um, you know, illnesses or transformation. It's not just for that. It is also if you're doing this stuff every day, like mind, body, spirit work, yes. when those big changes come, you're prepared and you're more resilient. And that's exactly I agree with what you said. I think that if you weren't, doing um that work you know leading up to yes. what you went through it may have played out differently and it was a real eye-opener for me in terms of um for for years in talking to patients i would say just move if if you can walk to the next yeah. house if yeah. you have to take a seat take a seat and then come back and literally, that's how I was after I got home from the hospital. I could not walk down the block. I could yeah. walk for, I could walk to the next house, maybe two, and then I had to sit down. I, I you know, my wife was with me. Was like, I'm, I can't make it back to the house. I am completely winded, and it put it into the context of, you, you, we need to. We're in, we're in this journey. To, to push ourselves a little bit, to extend ourselves. So yeah. it was really interesting the physical aspect of it, the 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 um I wanna say the spiritual part opened up a whole new world um as I as I started meditating before this mm-hmm. I took a really good meditation class um taking it twice a day and it really made a huge difference in keeping me present and centered and that's true that's and and that's the key is i think that in these 
joyful moments or when we're more grateful, we come back into the present moment. And, you know, as you said, as you felt like it was corny, but appreciating the sun rising up, what's actually going on in that moment is you're becoming more conscious. And um, I lo- I'm doing work with Carolyn Meese at the moment. Um, she is amazing. She's um, in her 70s and she's got amazing spiritual um uh, courses that she talks about with with all of this and and she has this amazing analogy of as we become more conscious we um if you think of a building and there's all these different floors like she talks about the ground floor and then there's the penthouse and all the floors in between and as we are going through different stages of our lives and becoming more conscious we're elevating to higher levels of the floor where we can see a higher perspective we can see further out understanding um, all the different reasons of why we're going through what we're going through. And, um, and as we elevate to that high perspective, we have, uh, we can see our obstacles as opportunities and anything that we can do to bring ourselves back into the present moment is actually our most creative state where we can innovate and, and, and think of more creative solutions and problem solve our way through these changes. Um, it's amazing. When we've done since since our initial interview back in October of 2015, and we've probably collectively done over um, 300 300 interviews. I want to say cool. we've done quite a few, and it is amazing in talking to people like yourself that have gotten into the health and wellness space because they went through mm. a life-changing event and yeah. like yourself they decided that this needed to be bigger than themselves we are humans we want to be part of something bigger than ourselves so it would have been really easy for amanda mm. to just say i'm thankful i'm grateful and gone about your business but you didn't do that you you completely changed the industry that you were making a living in to starting something but what fashion might not have had for you was a passion and your Mm. passion was to help others oh it just there was no other choice for me i don't know why i was like it's like i this knowledge and understanding uh, i was just gravitated to share it because it brought me so much joy learning all of this and transforming my life like this. Um, I, I'm, I'm, I'm empathetic um, naturally, I guess, and I think there's a, some of us are more naturally inclined in this way, and it just felt right. It just felt like my calling. It just, it just felt like my calling. And, but thanks for pointing that out. And, you know, what I'd love to share with you is um, maybe some tips and tools on um, how I have built resilience um, in my life through what I've been through, not only in the pandemic, but with walking again um, for your listeners. Absolutely. Fire away. So I believe that resilience is the ability to dig down deep, you know, when things get tough, when life throws change, you know, those moments where we feel like we want to give in and when even when the odds are against us. It's the ability to face adversity head on and to discover that light within us that's always there, but it awakens when our challenges force us to go within. And as we've just discussed, this is actually a gift and inevitable in our lives. Um, this change and these events come into our lives 
no matter what. Like it's going to happen. So the best thing to do is to give our mind and body the best environment to be ready um, and prepared so we have that inner anchor within ourselves so we don't get brain fragged when we, you know, huge change. And change can come with separation, with divorce, divorce with illness with pandemics with anything um even positive things like the birth of a child some sometimes this can blow our circuits huge change um it's so resilience is the ability to manage our stress and our emotions and our health and therefore our happiness it's the ability to rebuild our lives and to become our fullest potential and to view our setbacks um, as a real design that allows us to start to walk on a new path that we're actually ready for that allows us to become this whole new version of ourselves that might also lead to healing. And so my resilience formula is A minus LG plus F equals R. Now, that is anchor minus letting go Mm -hmm. plus flexibility equals resilience. So this is my resilience formula. formula. (laughs) So I thought I'd share it with you. I love it. Cool. So the anchor is that tree analogy is like that anchor within ourselves where we know who we are, uh, what we stand for and what we're made of. And we need to go through change and the hard stuff to, to find that, discover that within ourselves. So if we can view change as a positive thing, um, a way that we can do that is, we're, is is discovering, you know, that we do have an inner anchor and to look for the answers within rather than externally. Um, and um, when we find that anchor, anchor within ourselves, we are more inclined to get out of our comfort zone mm-hmm. and to think in new innovative directions. Now, with letting go, the ability to let go of the past and old redundant beliefs and ideas is very much like washing our minds, like we would wash our bodies every day. How do you wash your mind of old stories that, you know, we create stories to make sense of things and sometimes our stories are relevant in that moment, but, you know, we change and we grow and evolve and, you know, very often when I work with clients, I I can see patterns in myself as well where I don't change my mind about an old story that really needs lifting and I think that's what we're an opportunity that we're all going through in this reflection is that time to be able to um, you know let whatever needs to come up in this stillness and more silence in our lives let's be less busy and let whatever comes up um, and what comes up is what needs to be transformed um, and if we can let go um in a more profound way and get really good at that, um, it allows us um, to let in more joy. You know, you create mm-hmm. space in your life, more comes in. Um, we can let go of judgment and um, we can be more of the observer, which sure. is also part of that anchorage is when things happen, can we be less reactive? And this is what I call the pineapple effect. So my twin sister and I have a word pineapple and we need that word because I'm an extrovert. She's an introvert. We're very different people and couples will find this as well where sometimes we need a word to just defrag us in that moment, to stop us, to remind us, okay, I'm, I need to choose my reaction now because I'm just getting triggered and I'm not being the best version of myself. So you can use the word pineapple or you can have a wristband. I have a wristband on my um, next to my bracelets that I wear that says Ben like bamboo. This is a tool I give my clients and it allows me to – catch myself in my reactions and I try to not apply unnecessary dialogue to the situation and get lost in the story. 
Very good. Um, so that's letting go and then plus flexibility. So flexibility in our mindset impacts everything that matters, our body's ability to repair, how happy and resilient we are and how connected we feel and being flexible in our mind and body um, that can be through stretching and through movement um, through meditation through journaling so you really want to learn how to be more malleable in your mind so you can see from that higher perspective on top of the mountain or from that penthouse letting go of our ego being more open to other people's opinions and listening more is all about flexibility um and so that's my formula. I absolutely love it. So you've had a little, you've had a little time on your hands, and you've been using it very productively. <laughs> that is that is awesome. Um, I, I, you, you and your sister use the word pineapple. We do, we do, and I, I yeah, I used to, um, I use it now. I'm actually going to write a book called The Pineapple Effect because there's so much about it. Because our reactions are really a, are a mirror image of what we're believing, and what we believe is what matters. We all have goals in our lives, we have ideas and goals, but just wanting something is not enough to make it happen. We know that. I really think that what we believe is what matters, and when our beliefs about ourselves and what we believe can be possible aligns with our goals, we can make them happen easier, we can make things happen for ourselves, and we find there's more harmony um, and um, more harmony in the body, so we're healthier and happier. But for many of us, there's an inner conflict. We have a goal and we don't believe in ourselves or, or what can be possible for us. And what I went through allowed me to transform that into alignment. I had to learn how to walk again. I had to lose everything. I had to believe in that moment, oh, my gosh, I can't do this. I had to be told, you can't do this. These are the, this is the common thinking. These are the statistics. And I had to find that deep anchor within myself to get through. And it was life or death. It was just like, oh, my gosh, this is so full on. And so all the steps I had had to go through is that you know how I came to that um, formula and I created that formula really more through the pandemic time with reflecting on that time and how I applied it to now and um, and you know those lessons I learned walking again I then applied to when I talked to you five years ago and I was I started Nourish then and that was my second company that I sure. built you know co-founded with a team of people and and that's how I work with businesses with performance is you know with my resilience workshops it's not just about um, optimizing health it's how do I perform on top of my game and this all applies to that as well absolutely so you are uh, you have online products you, you have online courses that you're teaching now yeah so that's what I've birthed in um, this time is yeah. I I see clients one-on-one -on -one in Melbourne in Australia and I love seeing clients one-on-one -on -one. as you know as a practitioner yourself there's sure. nothing like that one-on-one interaction but that's I can only reach a certain amount of people doing that and so I um, have been meaning to write an online course for so long and I finally did it so it will be ready um, in a hopefully three to about three weeks time it'll be live and um, I have but current, so I, the, the online course is coming soon but what I do have up online on my website at the moment are my ebooks and I um, talk about the pillars of health of mindset 
body um, stretches and exercises that help to um, build this flexibility and help us to process our emotions while we're moving. Um, So mind, body and food and connection are my pillars of health. Um, And I would love to offer your listeners um, a special on my e-books if you would like today. Absolutely. Um, so if you just use the coupon code beyond your wildest genes mm-hmm. as all one word, um, you can get 50% off um, all of my ebooks. There's an ebook bundle called Optimal Health on my shop on, on amandacampbell.com.au and Campbell is P-B-E-L-L. Mm-hmm. And I would love to share that with your audience. And it's just happy reading. It's just my work on um, – um, how important it is, you know, that mind, body and spirit connection and how we can use that to build resilience within ourselves to coming out of this time. That's awesome. Uh, you know, we're one-on-one, you know, they're, they're, one-on-one will never, um, it's a great joy to do that, but we, we need to either clone ourselves or replicate ourselves or like you're doing, you, you, you do online, cl- your online courses. There's really truly never been a better time to be alive because we couldn't yeah. talk about this 50 years ago but with the advent of the computer and, and all the technology the beauty of it is you you do get to touch more lives and yes and, and we just don't know the impact that's going to have on, on the world tomorrow and i think mm-hmm. um with people like yourself um that we will absolutely be a better place for it yeah and we're going so much more digital everything's becoming more digital now so we'll see what that looks like in the next (laughs) couple of years but we've got to jump on board we've got to yeah and make it a positive make it make you know it is positive to reach more people globally i think and i i'm also um launching my podcast i'm definitely going to have you on you've got to come on michael i've um launching a podcast that'll be live in a couple of weeks too it's called connect with damien and amanda and i'm actually doing it with my colleague damien who's a nutritionist and naturopath and kinesiologist as well and we're just bouncing off each other talking about yeah all relevant topics like we have today and we're going to feature special guests so we must must have you on absolutely anytime i'd love to return the favor um is there anything uh we're we're coming up on 40 something minutes um is there anything you'd like to add before we call it a night um just to remind everybody you know it's all good everything everything is about to come good yes (laughs) and um and to really believe that and what you believe is what matters and you know, um, your morning ritual is, that's my go-to. My morning ritual is what sets me up for the day. Um, and, you know, you already have this anchor within yourself. It's just sort of rediscovering it and, you know, looking within with journaling, meditation, whatever works for you. But um, just get excited because we are about to embark on the fun stuff because we live in a world of polarity where, where you experience adversity and really difficult stuff of course the universe needs to balance that out and it's going to be real immense gratitude and joy so get ready it's going to be good absolutely agree with you across the board so folks if you like what you heard please go to itunes or apple podcast and leave a review it helps us to help others find what we do um Amanda, could you tell people where they can find you again in the world? 
Oh, yes, thank you. AmandaCampbell.com.au. .au. Beautiful. Well, folks, uh, have a great evening. Amanda, thanks again for being on our very first interview. It's always great to talk to you, and we'll talk soon. Bye, everybody. Thank you so much for having me, Michael. You're welcome. Ciao, everybody. Hey, guys, and I'm back. Our June supplement of the month is BYWG's Turmeric Boost. Turmeric has been in the news for its surprising effectiveness to manage inflammatory issues and arthritic pain. However, not all turmeric supplementation is the same. Turmeric Boost contains BCM95, which is a patented form of whole turmeric that helps to address the absorption issues by providing a trademarked formula with 700 to 900% better absorption in human clinical trials. In addition, it doesn't require black pepper to be absorbed, but can be sensitive to some patients. We added medium chain triglycerides, MCT oil, to BYWG Nutrition's Turmeric Boost to encourage better absorption. Once again, no fillers, no wheat, no gluten, no dairy, just value, quality, and effectiveness. For the entire month of June, if you use the code DEFLAME10, that's lowercase D-E-F-L-A-M-E-10, you will receive 10% off this incredible anti-inflammatory aid. You can pick it up at our website at www.beyondwildestgenes.com or if you're local at our brick and mortar store. The June 2020 book of the month is Sacred Cow, Why Well-Raised Meat is Good for You and Good for the Planet by Diana Rogers and Rob Wolf. This is the first book of the month that hasn't officially been released yet, but Rob has been a great supporter of BYWG and we are such huge fans of all his work, we decided to support his pre-release purchase. The book is officially released July 14th. The pre-order purchase code will be in the show notes and in the weekly emails. Our product of the month for June is Lifebook, an incredible life-altering program that all three of us have matriculated through. Lifebook is about you, created by you. It's a one-of-a-kind lifestyle design system that guides you towards your personal vision of success in 12 dimensions of life. These 12 areas are health, fitness, intellectual, character, emotional, spiritual, love relationship, parenting, social, career, financial, quality of life, and life vision. So comprehensive, so empowering. Check it out via the links and the materials we send out during this entire month. And as always, be awesome and never unawesome.